Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we got a really good question in the Facebook group about like dream sewing machines and sewing machine shopping. And I always really liked figuring out like the best machine for people when we were dealers. So we're just getting to revisit one of my favorite parts of being a dealer without actually having to be a dealer. There you <laughs> so, go. <laughs> so the question is from Bobby. Um, we're just going to dig right in. Bobby asks, what is your dream sewing machine? What are the things you love about it that cheaper models don't do? I'm looking to massively upgrade my sewing machine. I have a pretty high budget, but I also don't want to spend money I don't need to. The things I would love seem present on mid-range machines. Knee lift, DC motor, programmable needle up down on stop, thread cutter, and auto tie-offs, etc. So I'm trying to work out what I might be missing out on. So I think I approved this post and I got to ask the first follow-up question. Uh And my first follow-up question, which I think is, is kind of a nice one to ask to really like narrow things down is I think machine embroidery might play heavily into features slash budgeting. Are you interested in that? Right. So that is where that can just, if somebody says I hate embroidery, right. You know, that can, really influence things you know um and then bobby so bobby is a uh, a little ambivalent (laughs) yes and no i think i'm happy to invest in a standalone embroidery machine if and when i do want to dive into that so even a single alphabet for basic labeling is a bonus rather than a requirement for me so this is and there are a few other follow-up questions we're going to get to here this is where Features can get kind of interesting and and the requirements of a sewing machine. So we're most familiar with the baby lock line, you know, and, and it's been updated several times since we've been dealers. So we're, we probably don't have like the most current, you know, I can't remember what they're calling something nowadays, Specs, but you know, whatever. well, not even this, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, because if you do, the, the thing that complicates it is when you go for embroidery, right. You will get, you know, let's say, I think there was a machine at one point that was around $2,000 where you'd get a 5 by 7 hoop. Right. You know. Um, but it didn't have a super large throat plate. The throat, you mean throat arm, area. The, the, the arm, arm area. Right, well, right. I don't know, arms, the right. What's this called? This is called throat space. Throat area. Throat space. Right. Yeah, I uh-huh. said throat plate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it had that 5 by 7 And that was, that was actually my thought. Mm-hmm. My first thought was... She didn't say anything about throat space. So yeah. then you can go up the line and you can spend like $4,000, get a lot of throat space right. and no embroidery. Right. Okay. So when, and when she says I have a high budget, I mean, that can mean, yeah, can, you that know, can mean different things. Yeah. Different high people. is different to different people. And Everything's someone, arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. Someone else that uh, commented on the post, I'm not going to say their name. Well, Mary um, says, I'm a baby lock girl pre-COVID. I got the Solaris. So Mary has a nicer baby lock than we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she says it was crazy expensive, but I traded in my Unity, and the store was having a sale. Um, she said, that being said, it's probably too much machine for me. I do minimal embroidery, mostly quilt labels, quilting, and garment sewing. There are many features I haven't d- gotten deeply into. I love the auto threader, 
thread cutter, foot pedal, and the light beam to follow. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, so there is a point there on, like, the Solaris and the Destiny and the Unity where some of those features kind of overlap. Right. Okay, so when you are getting up in that realm, you can start to say, okay, I'm becoming price conscious. I only want to spend eight thousand instead of ten thousand or six thousand or four you know or whatever and you can say i'm willing to give up you know this that and the other thing um so that is i i liked i i like the flexibility of the baby lock line in that they have the standalone embroidery machine too right which can be super helpful and we used to sell that a lot to people the unity you know it does both Right, right, unity. Get it, everybody? Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, so it would sew and embroider. But then they kind of split that machine into two. And it used to be called the spirit and the crescendo. I don't know what it's called now. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of a nice way for someone who would, like wasn't sure about embroidery. Because right. that crescendo sewing machine, it's a lot of sewing machine. Right. Quite a bit. Um, now, I wanted to get into a comment that someone else left on here. Because I think it can help when you're deciding that this came up at at the shop sometimes sabrina says i have a bernina and while i love it i don't think i'd recommend buying one mine was a gift the feet are crazy expensive and now i have so many that i can't switch brands when my bernina eventually dies and i said you know that machine should last you a long time it should sabrina says well yes but it's already almost 20 years old and i'm uh only 41 it's an Artista 180 with an embroidery module that uses 3.5-inch floppy disks. Right. And I said, ooh, yeah, I'll include your situation in our podcast, too, because this is where – let's talk about what if you have, like, a an older top-of-the-line machine at home? Right. What happens then? You mean to the technology? To right. The so- to the right. Com- to the – Technical computer so we're, part. We're almost like Sabrina saying, you know, oh, I don't know if I'd, you know, recommend getting one because it's, you know, outdated. Well, Bernina has machines now that take USB sticks, which is right. You know. And this, this is what happened mm-hmm. is, you know, machine companies got smarter and didn't put all that. There, there's in a sense, there's more software in the machines that you can edit with. So you don't need a standalone computer attached to or in order to use or manipulate a design, okay? But they, you know, they also will take input, right, from a USB stick. Yeah. So you don't, you know, you don't have to have this floppy that's antiquated. You don't have to have anything that, um, you know. Is not going to work anymore. So you will be, you're able to transfer those designs onto whatever medium, I guess, what would you call it? Media. Media. Or media. Media, right. That that (laughs) machine would take. So if USBs, you know, there'll always probably be a way to get one. I mean, to a USB stick. Well, you know, now they're doing it wirelessly. You and, know, right, and right. Uh, you know, you can. Mm-hmm. There's things you can send from your phone now. To, right, to right. your um, to your machine. But you know, technology will always change. So you do need to think about. You know, the first embroidery machines used uh, what an SD card? Is that what they were called? No. What the, the little cards? They're proprietary cards. They were proprietary. SD cards are, yeah, yeah. They're, they were. So you had to have the, the card, card that the <laughs> company made with its, you know. So 
you were really locked into whatever machine you had. So I want to say to Sabrina, Sabrina's got a 180. We know what a 180 is. I we mean, had, I had one, yeah. loved it. Had, had Actually, it was really hard for me to give up. I liked it so much. And you had a 730, which was like the 180, but upgraded. Right. That here's, was the next machine. You know, here's the deal. When you're, when you're shopping for machines like this, sometimes keeping the sewing and the embroidery separate can be good for that reason because, and I hate to sound like a Luddite, but like the sewing part of the sewing machine has sort of been figured out, I feel like. Right. You know not, I mean? not that much has changed about it. So if Sabrina, right. now Sabrina didn't say she wouldn't do this, right. but let's say Sabrina's like, oh, I hate having to use three and a half inch floppies. I'd say, Sabrina, you keep that 180 and your right. thousands of dollars of feet, you know, that you have. Right. And, and you, you buy an buy embroidery, an embroidery only. Wanna. That's exactly yeah. what I would you, say. You, and that goes right. for not just a Bernina 180, but we would have people come in with those, you know, first generation Asantes. Right. And be like, oh, well, it sews great, but the embroidery. And we're like, yeah, I okay. Yeah, I want to upgrade. Yeah, I can't so do what I want. have this machine for 20 years. Okay. Yeah. It's still working. Keep it as your sewing machine. Because a 20-year-old machine like that is not worth a big trade-in, okay, yeah. or a lot of money anymore. And the 180 is not going to be worth a lot because of the... Right. The, no one wants but a floppy disk. But it's a disc. fantastic sewing Great machine. Great sewing machine. So these older these older machines that were top of the line, sewing slash embroidery machines, probably from any brand. So, you know, you know we're talking right. Bernina and Baby Locks, but, and a few other people mentioned, like, their Foffs on here. Right. But, so if you had a top-of-the-line machine from way back when, and it's been well maintained and now the only thing really quote unquote wrong with it is that it takes some kind of dinosaur media right you keep that as your sewing machine you know if it's serving right. all of those purposes then for you, you can sew and then you buy an embroidery machine and then while you're sewing you can embroider at the same time and a lot of people like to do that right and including we, us. And, and we, we always <laughs> did that now i guess the other thing is is buying a combo machine is usually, you know, less expensive than buying the two separate machines. Well, it just it, okay. But then sometimes we get people who would buy like the smaller embroidery slat. They'd buy the smaller combo machine and then like a bigger embroidery machine too. You know, they right. really mix and match. And then there's you know, br- then software comes into it too. Mm-hmm. So yes. what you can yes. do with a standalone software mm-hmm. and put it to the media and then put to your machine. Yeah. So and then hoop size. Let's let's take a, a concern, break and come right? back and yeah. talk about uh, talk about like software and hoop size and right. stuff. Hey friends, hey. The Stitch Please podcast is about to publish its 100th episode. That's right. 100 episodes. As part of the celebration, we are launching 100 by 100 to help us get 100 more Patreon supporters by the 100th episode publication date on September 15th, 2021. 100 additional Patreon supporters would give us the financial stability we need to hire editorial and production help. You can find the links to our Patreon in the show notes. Thank you so much for considering this and thank you current and future Patreon supporters. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 
Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. Yeah, so the machines, you mentioned this earlier, you kind of foreshadowed, are getting more and more editing capabilities. Right. And you know when I said the sewing machine part of everything was kind of figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, there is a feature. It started on, is it the Elegante or the Elissimo in Baby Lockland? So the reason I bring those up, I mean, that's almost 10 years ago or something, seven years ago. And it, well, maybe it wasn't on the Elegante, just the Elissimo. It uses the camera. Okay, right. so when I think of the camera, I was always thinking about embroidery. Right. You know, uh, the, the for that reason. But the camera feature also worked in the sewing uh, part of the machine. And you would put down that, you would put down this thing on the bed of the machine that was a checkered pattern. Right. Okay. And it would read the contrast between the bed of the machine and your fabric. And it would keep your seam allowance, hem allowance, whatever it was straight using the camera. And I didn't see people use that a lot. I think it was too cumbersome. It wasn't easy enough to set up. You know, you had to like well, slap and, something on your machine. And, <laughs> and, right. And sometimes if you're just really good at doing that yourself, it might not be worth the time to set it up. Right. I don't it, know it, that you know, it, it solved a huge problem. Yeah, you, 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 I was going to say the one thing that we didn't, who, who was the poster? What was her bon- name? Bobby. Bon- Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> you know, is when we had someone come into our store, what did we do, Mallory? We interviewed them. Right. What kind of machine do you have? What are you sewing? What do you plan on sewing in the future? You know, on and on and on. Um, so, you know, we tried to not give them a machine that in two months they felt limited by. Yeah, that would be, you know, I've I never... I, I feel like we did a pretty good job of, like, gaining people's trust because right. we would be like, we sew these things, you know. And and we could say that to them be like, we think, okay, you want to embroider 14 by 14 home deck pillows? You're not going to like this 4 by 4 hoop. You know, it's going to be a pain right, in the butt, right, you know. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and, you know, the other – one of the things I used to say to people is, especially if I knew these were, you know, diehard sewists, yeah. right, is – you're best to buy the most you can mm-hmm. at the time. I'm not saying push your budget. I'm saying decide your budget, know what it is, and maybe, you know, purchase at the top of it. But if we'd have people buy, the worst thing for me was for somebody to buy a machine and six months later go, I should have gotten this one. You know, it, it's, I mean, it's just like if you buy the wrong car, it costs you money to trade in too soon. Yeah, yeah. right. No, you don't, you don't want right. to be in that position. And we would, we would give people like a lot of opportunity to sew on the machines and, right. you know, give them a try. And, uh, but we would occasionally have somebody have a bit of buyer's remorse. They'd come into guide class and right. they'd be like, oh, I wish. I, right. I, I would wish I would have bought that, that machine that Mona has. Yes, you know, exactly. I looked at it, but at the time, you know, the other thing is, there, uh, and I, you know, people would say, 
I will never, ever, ever use embroidery. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they would, they would just swear to it. And then they would come into our shop and they would see what we used embroidery for. It wasn't the straight, you know, everything wasn't as straightforward as maybe they thought. Right. You know. Right. And then they're like, oh, no, I wish I had embroidery. So, you know, be careful. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I never tried to force anyone into anything. I certainly didn't want them to have remorse because I sold them too much machine or something they didn't want. But we did have a lot of people that, you know, swore they never wanted embroidery. They never wanted anything to do with it. They just thought it was terrible. Now, embroidery not only is another you know, makes the machine more expensive, but there is another startup expense. So you have to have stabilizer, you have to have different threads, you know, those kinds of things, you know, do get involved. It's another part of the industry. Right. That you, just like if you start quilting, you will start buying something else. Well, and people commented on this post and they, the the specs that Bobby wants, I think are attainable in Uh a mid-level machine, just like she said. She's, you know, done her research. I mean, this is another thing. This would not have been a mid-level machine 15 years ago. Right. You would not have gotten these things. You You would have had to go to top of the line. Yeah, because someone here says, so Renee says, I have the Baby Lock Aventura, and it does all those things plus embroidery. It's not top of the line, but it has the features I wanted. And then Diana says, I have the Baby Lock Brilliant, and it does all of that. And I think the Brilliant is like half the price of the Aventura. Yeah. So these specs that Bobby's looking for... There's going to be a lot of machines out yeah, there. Gonna there's going to be a lot gonna, I think of she's options. Have a big choice. You know, yes, there's going to just be mm-hmm. a, a ton there. Um, but and you know, I didn't ask what kind of machine Bobby has now. Right. You or, know, and we did like we didn't ask what kind of machine she had, and we didn't ask what kind of sewing she did. Or right. I don't know if anyone else did, but those were like maybe like the first two things we'd ask people yeah and what are you looking forward to doing next are you thinking about venturing into anything else besides what you're doing yeah garment sewing right. or well you know that would be the the thing yeah what what are you sort of dreaming toward oh well i want to make big quilts or i want to just hem prom dresses right. or i you know okay so the, a lot of people are giving their their recommendations to you about you know the machines they have and it's it's all over the place it's like oh i got an industrial one i'm so happy you know Um, right right but when bobby says that a simple alphabet for labeling would be nice Uh keep in mind those decorative stitches on the machine they can have alphabets that are just with the sewing foot on there we don't we don't consider those in modern parlance to be Machine embroidery. We, we consider them decorative stitches. Yes. That's what they call. Now, they're not real sizable. You're stuck with how they came, so to speak. You know, yeah, there might yeah. be more than one on your machine, you know, and it might have an upper and a lower case in it. So may, maybe it all has, but, you know, so, but it's not like an embroidery machine where you may be able to decide, oh, I only want this to be three inches long and say this. Yeah, you know, you've been doing a bunch of embroidery. And I, I I did a little embroidery the other day. Yeah, I've been I've been doing a like kooky the, stuff, the like stuff like gifts. The, the stuff that you can do on this machine, <laughs> just like already in the machine, like resizing the individual letters. Right. That right. used to be that was un- a, that was a five thousand dollars software. Yeah, that package. was that was a two thousand yep. three thousand right. dollar software package that yep. you had to have in order to do that. No, it's just kind of nuts. Like what is what is available on the machine well, and now? Again. Embroidery for me, for me, always was honestly about like making a gift, making something, you know, because 
you can personalize it. Oh yeah. So I just made the dog doggy bag. Yeah, I made a my dog had a travel bag. So then I had a friend who got a new puppy. So their I made, dog needed a travel. I bag. made her dog a travel bag and I put the name on it. So then I washed the travel bag my dog had and then put the name on it yep. because my dog didn't have her travel bag name. I made a travel bag for my kid. Right, uh, <laughs> right, right. You know, um, ba- backpacks and and not always is the embroidery even seen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know that a lot of things, costumes and everything I made, I put it on the inside. Right. You know, same way with the wedding dress. We, you know. But the wedding date, right? You know, at the him in in, so, in blue, you know, or you know, something maybe like we that. should have like called Bobby and right. included her on this conversation. Um, but so what I would do, Bobby, is I would do some research. You know, we, we're always saying right. you know, find a dealer in your area, all that jazz. You know, and then with that budget, if you seem embroidery curious to me, is yeah, what I would right. call it. Okay. With that budget, I would look at your options for either getting a combo machine or splitting it. Right. I think, One or, you know, and, see you know, what happens. And, and another thing that um, we haven't said is I would buy it from a dealer. Yes. I. You know. You know, though. Okay. Especially if this is the first time she's bought this kind of machine. Uh-huh. I would want the support. I would. I would see that my dealer had service available i just do want to bring this up because you know the times are changing time marches on and someone posted in the group a while back and they said you know i'm gonna be moving around a ton in the next few years of my life so they were just like it does not matter to me if there's local service because there are um i i'm not 100 sure on all of the policies right now and all of the machines and all the brands right but you are able to buy online much more than you were when we were dealers. Sure. Um, if I could have sold freaking machines online. Um, anywho. We might uh, still <laughs> be there. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um, it, so so that was a little bit of an eye-opener to me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I know, think another thing is, is do you want to be involved with your dealer? Yeah. Or is this a mm-hmm. place where there's a lot of classes? Yep. And maybe they're machine specific, and maybe some aren't machine specific. But you know, they know your machine, and and they can make you. You know, you'll be able to now. Or are you a person that doesn't? You know, online is yeah, fine for like, you. You're not that. Know, you're I'm not that crazy about going and being a. I mean, we had people who loved to come in the shop. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, those people. They spent four days a week with us. They lived you know? with us. I mean, they. Yeah. You I, know, was like, I mean, I mean, they knew everything we did. We knew everything yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was like, oh hell, here, here you are again. No. You know, <laughs> what are we having for lunch today? Yeah. No, we yeah. were we yeah. were there. You know, social right, lives, right. And, and that I loved. I loved being that. That was fabulous. I had, yeah, you know, like these groupies. Mm-hmm. And if I gave a class. You I'd, still do, I'll, Mom. <laughs> do I? But I would say, okay, I'm going to give a class, you know, at 3 o'clock on Tuesday. Oh, I, I, I go, well, I haven't said what it is. I don't care. I just want to take a class. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they wanted, and of course, there was a group of them. Right. So, you know, they they were with each other, and, it, you know, it was what they did. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of these people were retired, you know, people. Mm-hmm. So if you are not that person, if you're somebody maybe who is, you know, in the midst of career building or right. family building, and no, you're not going to be going to some store four days a week, you know, you're... I mean, I didn't go, I didn't yeah, go you to didn't. classes when my kids were little. Right. Who has time? Yeah. yeah. So that, that did open my eyes, though, a little bit to machine shopping and I I am still so supportive of I mean I just know what a challenge it is to be a dealer and to be a good dealer and I 
I guess in my mind and heart, I want that to be like rewarded, you know. And, stuff. and you believe you work, and, and I, you I work. was like, and I, yeah, I, I believe in that. But yeah, this person, they, they were just like, well, I'm only, I can't remember if they were like a travel nurse right, or what, right. you know. So they wanted, yeah, it just didn't matter. No, yeah, it didn't. price, price was, you know, price they can, was important. They can what pop did, that. Right. Uh, they can pop that other two hundred dollars they're saving in their IRA or whatever, you know. I was just having that discussion since we've uh, well, I totaled think, our car Well, I think one thing husband. Bobby did, I think she's starting out right by asking people that sew. Yeah, really what, do good. Like? Yeah, what, what do you like? What do you like? What worked for you? What machine do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, she's she's in the right place. Absolutely. So figure out how embroidery curious you are. When we, what, what I did, what, what you had me do and what we continued to do at the shop is we had a price list. Right. Okay. And I would just like give that price list to people. Now, I know other dealers work differently and whatever. Um, But if you can get that price list and you can kind of start wrapping your head around budgeting, features, um, something I didn't bring up, but Baby Lock has a smaller embroidery only machine that I kind of forgot about. Right. I can't remember what it was called. I don't know what it's called anymore. It's like, so there was the Unity that was a combo, there's the Aventura that was a combo that, um, Someone mentioned that Renee mentioned, and the Aventura also can get the Flourish. It was called the Flourish. Flourish. Yeah. So you, the Flourish, I think had it was bigger than a five by seven. It um because that was like the Allure Plus. Um, right. So it was more. It wasn't eight by ten, was it six? Six by she's eight. She's talking about. She's talking about hoop sizes. Hoop sizes. Yeah. So these you might Images. when you start to get into those really big hoop sizes, everybody, you. May not want. It's a different animal. It is huge. You know, a design people, that takes the, up that much room the, the, takes up a the lot of time. The public really wanted a lo- large hoops. Yes, this was you know always a desire. Anytime there was a focus group, bigger hoop, bigger hoop, bigger hoops. Um, it takes more time. Yep. It takes more skill in hooping. You know, it's more. If you it make takes more a support. mistake in yeah. the middle of that. You know, two hour. Ugh. Um, design, two hour, you know, six you're hour. happy, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't want to do jacket backs, right? You know, maybe I did a jacket back on my home machine once a year or mm-hmm. something like that. But you know, I was never one that wanted. Now there are some designers out there that have these huge things that are, you know, actually come in pieces. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's the, you know, it's the Last Supper, mm-hmm. and you can embroider it. I never wanted to do that. Yeah, that was not. What but I would we be had a few in. people that loved that. And you know, was... they would spend all their hours, you know, stitching this out, and it would be beautiful. Right. So those really big hoops, they can be fun too for like in the hoop projects or right. for quilting. People quilting, will like yes. kind of treat them like a long arm yeah. quilt yeah. or kind of thing. Uh, so yeah. think about that with hoop size. Really, you know, pick up that hoop and be like, yeah. You know, when you go across, like, the front of a shirt. Right. Even on, like, the largest size shirt, rarely do you want to get above, like, seven to eight inches. Yeah. I mean, you just, I mean, even if you are 20 inches across the front, you really don't want a 14-inch sign no, on yourself. Not, you not a, like, yeah. most, or most of the designs that were that big, like, they scale. Well, and you know right. that this is the case because... That's how T-shirt printing works, right? right? You know, right. Um, it's okay to use the same size, you know, throughout uh, throughout the different size shirts. So anyway, just think about that with your hoop size. Start looking at prices. Start looking at what you would miss the, out the, on or not. And, and the other thing is many machine manufacturers on their website have, like, 
a comparable thing right? yeah, where you, you can, can compare you can bring down you know you can put in three different machines that mm-hmm. are on their websites and it compares what they do so that can help you right right um and take what you sew and go to your dealer and say i sew on this you know will this machine sew this right. i want to sew on this machine on this fabric and see what it does right absolutely well we hope that's helpful bobby and then sabrina was excited that she was getting a shout out for her 180 so Sabrina, one more shout out. Um, and you can find us on Instagram. We're at SoHereCom. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com.